1: us, but we don't show prep, so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no,
3: yeah. <laughs> I, I just barely make let's... it in.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm sure you get sober. We don't show prep. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's, let's put the cards down on the table here.
3: The hurricane, yeah. You know the name already. It's my say. Ha ha. It's the Six Rig Kane Show. Can't forget the name though. Got Jazz, Blue Vision, DJ, break the game code. Ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up. Real poor alive from the Hall ride Stadium. Ball 14 for the orange and green. We see the Six Rig Champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond a hundred yards of hurricane, that's never still. put Putting damage to your squad. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show. Yes, sir. Wow, like an hour opening. That's pretty decent. I, know, I like that. Yeah, yeah. We, we, be, we, we have to take, uh, unfortunately, we have to take five points off of the show. This
1: time I just stuck to the host. So I'm like, we'll be here. We're going to gut it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Hey, out of everything, I remembered seeing Lawrence Cager. I said, what the heck is he doing on there? It was a countdown, the jersey numbers.
1: You didn't get that? That's the countdown. Now, instead of doing the stream, I record. saw that. Okay. eighteen
3: yeah. seventeen. Yeah. Was there much by me? Nah. I mean I mean what was the it was him
1: or Diedrich Epps but, or uh, Tate
0: Martell. you're gonna put Tate Martell Oh on? my god
1: <laughs> <laughs> The tough one was twenty because I had Ed Reed and Bernie and it's like oh that's a
3: tough one. Yeah. Yeah you got I mean it's gotta be the easy one was uh what ten? Yeah it's yeah they retired Going by number.
1: yeah it's probably one. I had to get like a black and white in there. Yeah George Myra.
0: And yeah. eleven is pretty easy too, I think. Yeah right?
1: sixteen was rough. Was it really Luja had have? Yeah. didn't use Frank Cost that eleven? Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> Wait, who's nice? I used Seivers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it was it, there were there, we have not had that many players where 16, period. And in terms oh. of impact, nothing nothing Turns out you
0: got a pretty d- damn good one there with Sievers. yeah,
1: yeah, I know, but it took me a while to find one. I was like, Oh yeah, Seavers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. That was pretty awesome, man. Um yeah, we're back the whole crew is together here tonight. As uh, it, it, listen, I mean, game we, month. We got through it, man. We got through it because summer has been long, spring has been long. Ugh, my goodness. I man. mean, the season
1: ended like in November, so yeah. like it has been it's
0: nine has months
3: been... in between. Oh. It
1: yeah, 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 it's, it's, know, been, a be. but, it's uh, been a journey. But so journey, we've back. overcome.
0: Football's <laughs> back. This fall camp has started up, and uh, I couldn't be happier, man, because uh, we get to. We actually get to, get to talk some some football, some some really good stuff today and, and moving forward. We only got four more Mondays before before Miami of Ohio um, comes in here to play on a Friday night. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We've got fall camp, as I mentioned before. Uh, some some quick news on on scheduling for 2024 with Notre Dame backing out because they got soft and they said, "No, no, we need one more year to prepare for these guys." So. <laughs> um, so that that home and home has has changed a little bit. Um, the, I guess it got pushed back a year. No big deal there. But um, we've also got uh, obviously some conference realignment stuff that's going down. Who the hell knows what's going to happen there with the ACC? <laughs> I know there's some meetings going on and how that's all going to play out for not only the Hurricanes but some of the other teams like Florida State, Clemson, Virginia Tech. Some of the you know the the, the the better, more, more prestigious teams in the ACC moving on to some of the other uh, conferences. Uh, but, uh, but most importantly, it's uh, fall camp has arrived, and we will give you a breakdown of our two deep, what we what we think uh, personally, each of us, what the two deep should be on defense or what it looks like it's going to be or what we want it to be, whatever the case is. It's actually what we want it to be, not what we think it'll be, what we want it to be. Uh, we'll kind of break down that on defense and, um, you know, and kind of throwing some some different things there. I, I, I know I mentioned I mentioned the the whole thing with Notre Dame uh, kind of moving our home and home with them to 2025 and 2026. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 2024, I guess it was too many too many out of conference games that were scheduled. So
1: I think I, we actually we actually caused it, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I that's what I. We I scheduled. Scheduled. Yeah. So we cleared that up. So that means 2024, uh, you don't have to play away at South Bend and at Gainesville. So, I mean, truth is, that's kind of good for us, right? Now it's 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 Florida, Florida a and uh, USF, and I forgot the third one, Ball State. Ball State. So uh, those are your out-of-conference games next year. And then we kind of hit the ground. We hit it hard on, on conference again, conference games. Well, but speaking of conference games, who the hell knows what conference we're going to be playing in? I mean, gosh, with all this shit that's going on. Excuse me, I said shit, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, I'm excited, man. Football. You know, you work
1: that stuff out before the season starts. Jazz. Just, just right. work through it. By the time you know game week rolls are going to be ready to go.
0: <laughs> I think YouTube. Two- Excuse me, I think YouTube lets us get away with certain things, you know, as long as you don't throw an F-bomb in there. Um, I think we'll be okay. But minimize it, minimize it. Bad jazz, bad jazz, my bad. Um, uh, conference realignment. I want to start off with you, because I know some. you read up on some of this stuff, and I know that it's, you know, a lot of people say it's, it's an impossibility for Miami or, any, or uh, any of some other schools to get out of this contract with the ACC. It's looking more and more like a lot of these schools are uh, potentially making their way out. And Miami doesn't want to get left behind,
1: demonetized. Uh, be Trust me, if, if we if we survive Lance Leggett, we can survive anything. Yeah. That was just that a stream of That is minutes <laughs> straight well, with the word peanut interlaced yeah. every once in a while. Shout, shout out to Taste One. All right. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> we did enough advertising for Taste 1 on that show, man. We did for
0: about 3 years. Uh but y- y- your thoughts on on this whole, you know, conference um fiasco that's going on now. I know the Big 12 is kind of shot. The Pac-12 has four teams left in it. <clears throat> the Big 10 is is gearing up to to bring in some more teams. The SEC is also. This is this is crazy. It's all over the place. Where does Miami stand in your eyes what you think will happen? And something's got to happen. I think that eventually they're going to find a way to to get out of this, just like FSU um, and Clemson and some of these other schools. They may not be doing it out in the open like FSU is when they're asking for money from God knows who. But where 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 do you see Miami ending up uh, with this whole conference uh, realignment fiasco that's going on?
1: Well, well, I think I think the first thing is just to give you the numbers. There's now going to be this is next year, really. There's going to be 18 teams in the Big Ten. 16 in the Big 12 and 16 in the SEC, and the ACC is still at 14. Um, You know, these teams are kind of stuck because they gave away their grant of rights. So, just to be clear, there's there's two things there's the TV contract and there's the grant of rights. The TV contract can be renegotiated, they can try to get more money out of ESPN or whatever. The grant of rights, they have signed their home game rights away to the conference all the way through 2036. So the ACC owns their home rights, period. So other, other schools have tried to challenge that in the past. No one's ever been able to break a grant of rights contract. And all these con- conferences have them. Now, the thing is, the Pac-12s is up after the season. That's why it's a free-for-all. No one's paying anything. <laughs> right. It's over. It's expiring. And that's why it was the whole thing was are they going to sign on to the new deal, which would have also then they would have signed a grant of rights to the Pac-12 and then stayed there. And then, you know, that was what was going on at the end of last week. And then they ended up jumping ship. But as a, as an, a, a more relevant example is OU in Texas to leave to the Big 12 go, the SEC, they paid $50 million each to get out of one year of their grant of rights. So with the Big 12 and the ACC contract is written very similar to that so it's going to be tough now the ways out of this are you get enough members to just dissolve the conference right because because if the conference doesn't exist and no one owns the rights and and that's tough just because i think it's it's worth understanding where the acc is here it's sec and big 10 up top acc third big 12 fourth the only reason the big 12 gets pats on the back is everyone thought it would die right if you look at the top program there after this year when when, the, uh, when Texas and OU leave, what even is it in the Big 12? That's not a – there's not a single team in there you would want to take onto the ACC. So the ACC is in a weird position where they do have Miami and Clemson and Florida State and North Carolina, these brands that are locked into an underpaying contract. So it's not a situation where they just, oh, let's just expand. Like the Big 12 is just adding whatever they can to increase their footprint, and, you know, adding Arizona does a lot for them. Adding Arizona State does a lot for them. Save
2: big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty-nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: Like they added UCF. Like we would never add UCF to the ACC. So I think, you know, it's they're in a tough spot where teams like Florida State and Clemson, they want that SEC Big Ten number money, so is Miami. There's no way for the ACC to get there. But the ACC is not so bad off that they just need to add crap. So they're kind of in this weird middle ground. And I think the, and the problem with that is, other than the schools I mentioned and then maybe Virginia, Virginia Tech on top of that, the rest of the conference will never make this much money if it dissolves. They'll end up in the Big 12 or the AAC or something and be making a lot less money. So um, so it's kind of a rock and a hard place. Because the like Miami, FSU, Clemson, North Carolina, they could make more money. Right. Most of the teams would make less money, though.
3: So yeah. they need to figure out a way to get
1: them paid, and that's what the backroom dealing probably is. It's because if you can get half the comp and get eight members to vote to dissolve it, it'll go. And so they're like, "All right, how do we get four more schools paid?"
0: And you might, you might get
1: those. You might only- be able to do it. You might be able to do it. Yeah,
0: that's probably the only way. Now, if if you had your choice of where Miami would would go, where it would make the most sense, because I know a lot of people think, "Oh, they, they shout SEC, SEC right off the bat, right? Oh, yeah, Ooh. we want." Where do you think they make the most sense to go? Uh, forget about ge- geographically. It's a, it's a, it's a crap show anyways, right? It's a, it's mm-hmm. a, a bleak show. So it doesn't matter there at this point. I think it's more about where they make sense as a school to go. What do you think, Vish? And I'll go around the horn on
1: this one. Uh, it's big 10 makes a lot more sense to me. Um, Miami's a, a city school. A lot more of the schools in the big 10 are in cities. They're more urbanized, um, because even Ann Arbor is a Detroit suburb. Columbus is a city. You know, I mean, and, and some of these SECs are like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, They're like They're the only one. Right. That's and so true. and so when you start talking about, you know, you mentioned the distance, some of the travel strains, it is very easy to hop a plane from here right now, to like to Pittsburgh and play a game and come back or even have like the non-revenue sports that everyone's talking about, which is to the gang screw very easy for our volleyball team to fly a commercial flight to pittsburgh and play getting to oxford mississippi is a nightmare <laughs> right and so i think one of the things we have to realize is for us we're so isolated from the rest of the major conference schools we're getting on a plane pretty much anyway some of these other schools it makes a big difference right right when they're when they can bus to their rival and now they have to get on a plane that makes a big difference we're already doing a lot of that so i'm less yeah. concerned with geography like where are we Maybe if it's a weekend something, if you're playing UF, you might take a bus. Otherwise, we're flying everywhere. Like, we, right. when we play Florida State, we're taking planes. It's too yep. long to drive. So, so to me, that distance doesn't matter. It's more accessibility. I think the, the Big Ten schools appear to be more accessible.
0: That makes sense. And you
1: get some cool, some cool cross-country stuff occasionally, like you play the L.A. schools and all that, which is good exposure for our program. Right.
0: That's true. Uh, DJ, for me – for me, it's also about, um, from an academic perspective, I think the Big Ten is a little more prestigious as well, academically, so that kind of makes sense, considering Miami is, you know, considered a pretty good academic
4: school, also. Right, yeah. Um,
0: your, your thoughts, I, I know you, you like Big Ten football, so that would be beautiful for you, huh?
4: That would be, and you know, the thing about it, too, is that when you look at what the Big Ten, or whatever it's going to be called in the near future, <laughs> is now, they have, a West Coast footprint with UCLA, USC, Oregon, and Washington. They obviously have the Midwest footprint like the Wisconsin, Northwestern, Nebraska, Minnesota, all that. Then they have the East Coast, you know, footprint with Penn State, Rutgers, and Maryland. Adding Miami would at least give them a footprint in the um, you know, southeastern part of the country. And you know, Vish was talking about expanding and you know making a bigger presence within a conference. I mean, adding Miami would make the most sense in terms of not geographically, but in terms of establishing your dominance conference-wise. And, you know, I think just from a football perspective, the rivalries and, you know, the opportunity to go out West to play USC, you know, the opportunity to play some of these Midwest schools and, you know, kind of, you know, get a form of Midwest football, even though that's not really Miami's forte right now, I think it would make the most sense in terms of, you know, some of these schools like Michigan as, as, you know, a legacy name, Nebraska at one point was a strong program. So that type of, you know, name recognition and branding would also make sense for Miami um, in terms of the schools that they're grouped with in the big 10 Penn state even as well.
0: Yeah. That's true. Um, uh, Muhammad, we'll answer that question. I'll get Vish to answer that question in a second. But I want to see: Are we going four for four on that blue? Are Are you thinking Miami to the Big Ten is where you think that they? Um, I, I guess fit the best
3: makes the most sense, obviously, yeah. and uh, in, you know, in other sports like basketball, it's definitely give them an opportunity. In baseball, though, could dominate in baseball. I don't yeah. think they're dominating the SEC. So, but the SEC, like you said, Vish. I mean, it's you got one school, uh, and that's Vandy. It's in Nashville. Other than that, you have Athens, and it's not, and it's not a suburb of of Atlanta. It's sixty two right. miles. So, and then you got um, you got Gainesville, One Horse Town, Mississippi State, One Horse Town. But uh, yeah, see, and it's going to give them a present in the north presence in the Northeast with Penn State, Maryland, and and um, Rutgers because they do a lot of recruiting. Miami used to do you know, in, in, in that area in the Atlantic. And now they'll get it back because, you know, they lost that because when they were like in the big East, you had all those Boston colleges. And, but now I think that they're, yeah, I th- it's a no brainer for them to go into big 10, you know, you get that Chicago hub that they've done so well in, you know, over the years. And uh, yeah, I think it makes the most sense. And just a shame that they're taking, Everything comes down to money and the fact that the Pac-12 had no TV contract and that killed them.
0: Yeah,
3: you know that, that, that killed. them. A- that was it. I think know? that had, was a hell
0: of a conference before they.
3: If the Oklahoma team and team Texas team. would have come into the Pac-10 or Pac-12, things might have been different. Right, because you would have that Dallas market, you would have that Oklahoma market and stuff, but uh, and then you would have, you know, because of Texas money you might have lured a tv contract but the big 12 still has a crappy tv contract but at least they have one you know it's but yeah it's
1: right bloom that's what i was saying earlier the big 12 is getting patted on the back for surviving the acc would not want that tv contract. it's worse than theirs the problem is the acc is trying to compete with sec and big 10 and they can't do that they right can, now they and so they're they're stuck in the middle where the big 12 has kind of accepted their role as fourth in line here picked up the scraps from the Pac-10 after right. the Big Ten's like, we want those four, and then they took the rest. Right, right? I mean, they know they've kind of – the ACC wants to – and not just the schools, the conference themselves wants to project as we're there with the SEC and Big is just not. Right. And from a revenue standpoint, some of the teams are, though. That's kind of the interesting thing. Some of the teams, reputation-wise, are, programs are. They're some of the biggest programs in – in college football and yeah college basketball are in the acc still you can't say that really about the, the big 12 anymore from a football standpoint you can't from basketball because they have kansas and they've added arizona but from a football standpoint they got nothing that you would say these are elite programs but that's just they they found that's their way to survive stick together as like a second tier power five or power four i guess now. um um
0: confident. so what is do- this real quick, what's the only way? I mean, this is all right. This yeah, all- yeah.
1: Well, yeah, there's no, there's no way out of the, the grant of rights. So there's two things there's a TV contract, which is signed through 2036, and there's the grant of rights, which is also signed through 2036. But those are independent. So, in theory, <laughs> if the ACC expands, that does trigger an, a renegotiation period where they can go back to ESPN and try to renegotiate the contract. Um, or dissolution, right? <laughs> well, no, dissolution they can do whenever if they get enough members to vote. But they can they can go renegotiate. The, they can get out of the TV contract by expanding, renegotiating. No one can get out of the grantor rights. Right. And no one's ever been able to do that. This is what I was talking about earlier. Texas and OU paid $50 million apiece to get out of one year. There's 13 years on. The $700 million number he's talking about is it's just prorating that out. If you think about roughly that, and then also to to break the TV contract part of it's about 120 million. That there's a buyout. They like they do a calculation on the revenue, and and that's how they get that value. So that one they kind of know is about 120 million to break the TV contract. Gotcha. But then they still don't own their rights. They sold them to the ACC until 2036. Right. So you can leave the conference and get out your TV contract. You can't. (laughs) ACC still gets to broadcast your home games. So it doesn't really work. <laughs> all right. All right. Enough
0: enough money talk and all this stuff. We'll see what happens. It'll happen soon. I'm sure we'll hear something soon. Uh, there's a lot of meetings going on. Thanks, now. Melissa. So, yeah. Yeah. Happy belated to uh, to Blue. If you didn't say happy birthday by now.
3: Then yeah, I was going to yeah. say. I don't know what to tell you. All right. <laughs> I'm on my next birthday. All right. The Six Rick Kane Show. The Six Rings Game Show. The Six Rings Game Show. <laughs> you know.
2: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app.